the Minnesota Beer Cast. We are on location. We are live. We are recording. We're doing all three of those things at the Freehouse in downtown Minneapolis. And thank you to the Freehouse and Freehouse Beers for sponsoring this episode of the Minnesota Beer Cast. I am Drew. That is my co-host, Schmitty. That's me. How you doing? Good, man. Good day. Beautiful day. I wanted to record out on the patio because mm-hmm. they have the best patio. Uh, but it was noisy. It's uh, there's a little bit a, of uh, there was some construction. construction there were motorcycles. There were all sorts of things that were impeding our ability to have a high quality broadcast recording here. Right. So we did it inside where it was only slightly less loud. <laughs> 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 but we are very happy to be here, and uh, we're very happy to be uh, be at always happy to be at the Free House. Go check out any of the great restaurants, any of the great uh, places that serve Free House beer. We're going to talk about some of their featured beers that we've got going on right now, and. Uh, uh, this is kind of a state fair preview. You know, it's that time so, of year. We are we're getting cranked up for the state fair. I think anybody who lives in Minnesota, it's kind of one of the uh, the last final hurrah for uh, for the summer before the kids head back to school and before the weather starts chilling out. Yeah, that's so it's, it's like August first. It's kind of like everything feels a little different now. That's this is stuff I didn't get done in the first two thirds of summer. Let me cram it in. Yeah, right. You got football season starting you know preseason games are right around the corner yeah. tonight yeah oh that's right it's yeah. night is the oh my god yeah we're recording on thursday and so there's there's preseason tonight that's that's why i'm leaving the free house with crowlers wow. if you're going to do preseason football you better have Who's some who's playing tonight uh, falcons and the bears i believe it's, it's they're they're all pretend games anyways it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so they can sell more advertising it's going to be yeah. like 2 minutes so of it's the hall, the hall of fame game tonight that's yeah. always like the first one the one in canton i think yeah <laughs> so, but yeah, you got you got the football season right around the corner. You got the state fair starts ramping up, and it just feels like summer is we're on the cusp of the end of summer. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a melancholy type feeling, but it's also a really gorgeous time of year. I'm I'm not done yet. I'm not I'm not done with summer. I'm not done celebrating. But I you know it is that time of year when you get ready for the the state fair. Speaking of the state fair. Uh, we are we are finalizing our plan so we can go ahead and and, and make a partial announcement. Uh, but we are working with the Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild to uh, to do the beer cast uh, both Fridays at their booth on their stage. Times and uh, possibly dates TB, TBD to so be we're determined. Still, right? Yep. We're still hammering we're working out on a few it. details, but uh, we want to let you guys know. Make your plans. Keep an eye on our social media. Our uh, our beer cast shows at the fair are always a blast. Absolutely, we have a fantastic time. Uh, the real fun happens after the show. Yeah. So yeah. what you want to do is you want to get there right around eight, hang out, watch the show, but don't leave when the show's over. <laughs> a lot of people make that mistake. They leave when the show's over, and it gets real fun after the show ends. Yeah, that's, that's when the real show starts. Is so, after the show. Uh, so make your plans. Uh, both Fridays at the fair, we will be uh, at the Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, for the Minnesota Beer Cast. Should be a great time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and speaking of the State Fair, we've got uh, um, Brewer Matt here from the Free House. He's going to kind of walk us through what they're doing at the State Fair. Uh, and we've got uh, Jess from the Pioneer Press. Jess Fleming is going to walk us through uh, what her thoughts and opinions are on yeah. some, some of the State Fair's uh, biggest hyped items. 27 new beers. That's a we few. will run through all 27. <laughs> Do we have... This really? might be stretching the two, two shows. We'll try. <laughs> 
have we'll try, here. We'll try to run through all 20. We'll at least list them off. And then everybody can sort of roundtable their, their thoughts as to whether or not that's a beer. Like, we'll do like a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, 10 being, I'm definitely going to go find that beer and try it. 1 being, I'm going to avoid that beer at all costs. See, it's, it's such a tough, like, uh, the, the fair is a big place. Like, you know, there, there could be, even at Beer Fest, I find myself, you know, this is a beer that I would like to try, but way over, on the, far away. Way over on the other side, <laughs> and there's decent beer here with great food and, yeah. you know. I'm thinking I, it's going to take two days to cover just the beer. Right. Yeah. Really. Oh, tough gig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so I feel so bad for you. You should. My job is hard. <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't we Why don't we start with uh, at the the top of the list? You've got a uh, um, with what your number one, I guess, wherever you want to start, Jess. Number one controversial or number one pick or number one pan? What are you What are your uh, where you at? Let's Let's go with number one pan, which is also the number one on their list, which is this Uzo thing. Are you kidding me? Gross. No. I'm <laughs> the, sorry, the, like Monster, I love you guys, but I am not looking forward to it. I will try it because my job, but... Alright, this is uh, Lake Monster and beer Brewing. do not go together. The Bruzo Lager. It's called Bruzo Lager, yes. and I'll just read the description right here. Inspired by Greek Uzo, this pilsner is infused with a touch of licorice, served with a sugar-spiced rim, herbal ouzo flavors mingle with floral hops and a crisp malt finish for a refreshing brew. This will be available at Dino's uh, Gyros. That's how I say it. Some people say gyros. No. They're wrong. Yeah. Uh, right. Dino's Gyros, located on the north side of Carnes between Nelson and Underwood. I've got to say, I am intrigued by this. I am not an Uzo fan. I, I like Uzo, but fan. I do not want it in beer. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I might try this. I'm going to try it. I'll split one with you. All right. That, that sounds like a good plan. I mean, it's not, it's not something I'd be, you know... Yeah, I was actually at All Pines North last week, and I talked to their head brewer about this beer, and he's kind of like the same mentality. He's just like, all right, you know, it's going to be fun to try or interesting to try. So, I mean, I'm reminded of how I felt when I heard Dill Pickle Beer last year. All right, when I, heard I the- loved the Dill Pickle Beer last year, and I just tried the Tin Whiskers version, and spoiler alert, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it I is. really liked the Dill Pickle yeah. I was skeptical going into it. I wasn't it quite sure, but is I a, really liked the Dill Is it a different beer. version this year than last year? Was it a different It is, yeah. Dill last pickle? year was Barley John's. This okay. year it's Tin Whiskers, and it's a Kolsch, and it's really crisp, and there's more dill aroma than there is flavor, and it's fresh cucumber. It's like... So it's a take on I like it, that. and it's really good. It's so really is there refreshing. is there any? I mean, when I think dill pickle, I think you know cucumbers and dill in in vinegar. Vinegar, yeah. There's no pucker. See, like so it's, that's, it's miss it's missing that. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's probably a good thing it's missing that, right? I, I feel like it it would be a little too much. Like, do you really want to drink pickle juice? I don't. Right. Some people do. Some people say, definitely yeah. people do. Definitely I know. I know. And just like some people like licorice, that's why I'm gonna go check out the Uzo beer. No, I will try the Uzo beer. But can we talk about, like, overall, the the gimmick factor is just off the charts this year. (laughs) I feel like, you know, like this um, Freehouse beer here, this Limelight, this is not, I don't feel like, a gimmicky thing. Yeah. It's just a good summer drinking beer. Yeah. That was kind of what, you know, Matt, we had talked about this before the show, um, going over kind of the, my my hot take on, on the beer was, you know, 
I, I like the the fact that it's a bit off the beaten path, um, but it's it's something that people are going to sit down and they're going to drink probably more than hey I'll split it with you, right? right. It's going to yeah. be it's going to be a mover. And we, we had that conversation when we were uh, you know talking about this because I mean we started planning what we're going to do for the state fair the day after the state fair ends last year you know um and we wanted to kind of avoid that you know stay away from the experience beer versus something that you really want to just drink a whole pint of and you know feel refreshed and not bogged down so that was like the whole mentality yeah you know? so it's 98 it's, degrees outside well, is it just an ale uh so the base beer is actually pretty simple it's just an american wheat okay and then uh we do a lime zest agave nectar and sea salt kind of infusion when it's done and uh that just kind of gives you that you know kind of bright fresh Easy drinking. Yeah, this yeah. is the, this is a so beer that you know at the state fair. This is the type of beer I could see myself. All right, you know I need to sit down, take a break, rest my feet for a little bit. I'm gonna have at least two. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to stay hydrated when you're at the state fair. It really want, is. A lot of walking really around. Yeah. You're gonna want to stay hydrated. And it has hydrated. a nice 5.4 percent. It's not too strong. Right. It's not. Yep. No. But I'm, it's. I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan. I like this a lot. Yeah. The uh, the one flavor that you uh, that you brought up there, Matt, was the uh, the agave nectar. Um, I am not too familiar with that. Can you explain that uh, to us a little bit? Um, it's a, like a simple uh, like syrup base. I mean, I believe you know I'm not a tequila expert, but I mean agave is what you know makes your tequilas and mezcals. We actually you know get the stuff. It's 100% real agave nectar from uh, Brew Supply Group. So um, it was actually my first time working with it, and it was fun. And there had been a couple beers that have come out over the last few years that I've gotten to try that had agave in it. And I was like, oh, that's a really nice flavor. Yeah. And it's a good balance for something that's, like, really acidic. Well, yeah, you need the lime, I think. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to be a, a, a sweet bomb. Is it, is, right. it, is it kind of akin to honey? I, I think I, think I see agave nectar in my cupboard at home. I think my wife thinks that's healthier than honey, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not positive. Uh, yeah, yeah, very similar. I, I just made a cocktail with it last night or two nights ago um, and it had cucumber celery tequila and agave nectar and I feel like it's less cloying than honey maybe I don't know about healthier. I, I, I don't know. I think people think it's healthy, for uh, sure. You know, it's, it's a marketing I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little Googling uh, during the break here. <laughs> we are up against a break. We are recording live at the Freehouse, talking state fair beers. Uh, we're doing a big old state fair preview on the Minnesota Beer Cast. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Minnesota Beercast recording from the Freehouse, sponsored by delicious, tasty Freehouse beer. Before we get back into uh, State Fair beers, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Freehouse beers uh, that you got going on here with your uh, with your featured lineup currently. You guys, Jess and Schmitty, are enjoying uh, this brute style IPA. Yeah, we're recording this on IPA day, so I found it only fitting that we should have an IPA. Of course. Why, yes. And I want to talk about this brute style IPA because last time we were here, we you it wasn't even on tap yet, right? Oh, this brute IPA? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I guess it's been a month, yeah. So we it had been brewed at that point. It had but, been brewed because we tried yeah. it, and that's yep. the first time I tried it. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, you it poured was, it for us, but I don't think it was available yet. I don't think it was on no, tap no. yet. And then all of a sudden... Everywhere I go, yeah, there's a brute style IPA. Seemed like everyone had the same idea at the same time. 
and everyone brewed it on the same day. How did this happen? I mean, I think this is just riding on the the coattails of the well, not the coattails of the North New England style IPA. You know, the super haze, hot bomb. It's like exactly. So it's like okay, instead of making it chunky, chewy, and you know, heavy, let's like let's make something light, almost look looks like it's filtered, uh, no hop bitterness, but big hop aroma and flavor. Yeah, and almost no body to it. I enjoy this much more. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I had to pick one. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Recommend. So, I mean, the only trick to it is uh, you just, uh, it's just amylose enzymes you can get from your uh, typical, uh, you know, ingredient supplier. And uh, it really just turns all uh, insoluble sugar soluble and everything just becomes fermentable. So uh, there's no residual sugar. Well, I mean, it's the density is the same of water, but it finished at a gravity of 0.0, which was pretty exciting for us. I mean, I never had anything quite like that. I was, I was pretty pumped when I saw the, the hydrometer drop to the bottom of the <laughs> graduated cylinder. I was like, oh my god, we did it. Okay, so you add champagne yeast to it as well. No. no? It is a higher carbonation, carbonation, but that is just our house. We call it the sh- sh- champagne IPA. Hop champagne. No, but, just because it kind of okay. has that mouthfeel. But I thought that when I was reading up on brewed IPAs, not for this, but earlier, that um, some people are adding champagne yeast. Yeah, I mean, champagne yeast is really uh, alcohol tolerant, so somebody, okay. if you're doing like a big IPA and you want it to ferment out, you okay. need something that could handle that kind of alcohol content. We just use our house strain. It's just Scottish ale yeast, and it took care of business. I mean, wow. it, was, it was amazing. I could see that really working with this type of beer, though. Where you've got that really effervescent yeah. you know, type of character so how do you really do light it? body. How do you get it to 0.0 if you're not using uh, a different well, kind of yeast? Well, it's the, the enzyme that we... Uh, oh, it's an per- enzyme. So the enzyme okay. breaks down any kind of residual sugar that's in the beer. You can add it when you mash, you can add it when you pitch your yeast. Okay. There's several different stages you can do it. What kind of what is it called? Amylose. Amylose. Amylase, I should Amylase. say. Amylase. Uh, yes, yes. Ace means enzyme. Okay, so maybe sugar. that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry, I misspoke. But interesting. So is that is that a commercial product or is that something yeah, a guy do. could get uh, at the homebrew store? I'm sure now all the homebrew stores are carrying it because they're so popular. But uh, yeah, we just I'm also got that through our brew supply group. You know, it's uh, readily available. Anyone can get it. How does this happen? though i mean how does like suddenly like the entire beer consciousness is simultaneously infected uh, with I, this idea i, I think of, it's salespeople. i think it's how it works <laughs> right it it becomes commercially available and and the supplier makes around minnesota and says hey i've got a new product right is well, it i think it literally just moved west coast to east yeah. coast because it like supposedly started in san francisco yeah which right. is why it's funny because like the new england style ipa this one's based <laughs> in like the south or west coast california it's like but, the um, tupac and biggie of ipa yeah, east coast west coast yeah totally. <laughs> which one's better it's all no, up to you i read about it like i don't know six months ago or something in a West Coast right. publication. Yeah, so and I was just I like, oh like man, we got to find time to do that. But I mean, we plan our brewing schedule out months in advance. So by yeah. the time it finally, you know, we had a window for it, and now it's like, oh, you'll never believe it. I was just down the street. They got a brewed IPA on tap. So everybody knows that craft beer fans are nuts about the IPA. Uh, yeah. But is there other styles that you, you could see this enzyme really working well in? Well, we've been joking about it now ever since. Like, we brewed a, we're brewing a stout tomorrow. I was like, oh, should we make a brute stout <laughs> or something like that? But, uh, uh, That's gosh, not a I bad idea. Any, I bet you any kind of, like, fruit beer. Like, we had a like, raspberry. Dry stout, I think. Right. You know, I mean, dry stouts are, are delicious, right? I yeah. Mean, I think that would. I know. Our raspberry kettle sour probably could benefit from something like that. 
You know, okay. it's got a nice, I mean, the fruit puree that we blend in is nice and sweet, but a high carbonation and a bone dry finish might be kind of good. I don't know, Hefeweizens, Belgians, ooh. Right. Yeah. A triple or something. How's it, so you've had this on now, it was about a month ago when we were here and it wasn't on tap yet. Yep. How long have you had it available on tap? Oh, not quite two weeks. Okay, how's it moving? I mean, Great. It, yeah, how's, I the, mean, how's the response been so far? Because it is different. And I think, you know, without having it explained to you, if you ordered it expecting your typical sort of IPA flavor, you'll be taken by surprise. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a bit unexpected. And that's why we really do rely on our staff to, you know, just to kind of convey that, be like, hey, this is not going to be your typical IPA. And, uh, you know, not everyone will read descriptions, so, you you know, making that uh, information available word of mouth is, yeah. you know, huge. But at the same time, if you're an IPA drinker and you get this not knowing it, I don't think you're... Experience is going to be ruined by any means. No, 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 not at all. But you'll, I think it will. It'll take some people by surprise. Well, yeah, in a, in a good way, right? I mean, it's it's something that's just different, right? Yeah. And that's I think that's what is driving the the marketplace in so many different ways now. It's it's what's new, what's different, what what can I try next, right? That's that's the cycle of you know craft beer. It's it's what what can I try next? It's not. Oh, I'm gonna go pick up the same six pack I've always picked up, right? It's it's what's the next yeah. flash in the pan, and that's what's fun about it because it adds more sort of tools to your arsenal, right? You know, now like everybody's had the hazy IPAs and they know about them, they're not gonna go away, but now it's just sort of another tool in that arsenal. Like, okay, let's bring back the hazy IPA for a run. Let's bring back yeah. the brewed IPA for a run. And there's so much, there's so many different ways and uh, that you can go that. You know, you can never get bored. I would not be surprised if hazy IPAs go away. Nah. I think, I think one, I think brewers don't like making them. Go the way of the black IPA, you remember well, that? Right, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the Cascadian Dark Ale. God, I hate black IPAs. Right? I always have, though. And I don't think brewers like making them. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're not exactly cheap to make, are they? Well, it's just an insane amount of hops. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not I'll tell you, dumping hops and hops. as a home brewer, we made one, and it, it almost doubled our cost. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah, and and with new styles like this being made, and and the next best thing coming along, with with brewers not liking them, with it being kind of cost inhibitive, and and the the folks that kind of drive that bleeding edge of the the craft beer marketplace, moving on to the next thing, I don't know. I could definitely see them going the the way of the the black IPA, and the, I mean they're not going to of course ever go away, right? No. Yeah, I disagree. I uh, still see it, but it's not going to be right. I really, I really well, see it I, taking. I, a back the difference here in the next to year. me between the hazy IPAs and the black IPAs is the hazy IPAs were embraced by the consumer on a much much wider scale than the black IPAs were. Yeah. So there's demand for them. People are going to still keep brewing them. Yeah. So that's 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 the truth. If there's money to be made. Right. And, yeah. and it, then it will be made. <laughs> <laughs> well, and people pay a lot of money for the hazies. Yeah. Some I mean, people. they're willing to part with their cash. Yeah. They know they're more expensive to make, and they pay more for them. So. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. True enough. Well, All right, we are uh, we are up against a break. Let's take a uh, let's take a quick one, and we will come back. We will get back into running through these uh, these safe fair beers. We'll also uh, we we didn't even run through what's on. We talked about the brood IPA for the whole segment. We didn't even run through the rest of what's being featured at Freehouse right now. We'll do that right when we come back on the Minnesota Beer. 
Stephanie Ship here with my friend Rosie for all the Blue Plate restaurants. You know, that felt a little backwards. Well, kind of like this spring weather. We're ready for patio season. Yeah, sipping a freehouse beer on the best patio in the North Loop before a ball game. Or riding your bike to our large patio at Longfellow Grill. Or dining al fresco at Three Squares, the Lowry, or Mercury Dining Room at Rail. So once spring finally arrives, we have a patio seat waiting for you and plenty of food and drinks, too. I can't wait. The Blue Plate Restaurant Company, online at blueplateco.com. All right, welcome back. Third segment of the Minnesota Beer Cast at the Free House in downtown Minneapolis. Beautiful afternoon, beautiful day to be out on the patio and, and enjoy the uh, Free House beers and food. I promised we would do it. We would run through the Free House beers, but first. Yeah, I do have a, a quick plug for uh, Camp Fair State 2018. Uh, Drew and I are going to be uh, up at Camp Fair State. Uh, it's going to be December 7th. Are we sharing the a cabin? Uh, it's a tent. Are we sharing a tent? Yes, we what? are. We're gonna uh, maybe, maybe, I thought uh, they had cabins. I, I was know. actually interested. No, I, I can't go. I do I... think it's cabins, but I'm not, I was just being facetious. No, okay. I just wanted He's to make trying it, to convince me. I just wanted to be uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 but it's uh, September 7th through the 9th. Uh, it's kind of like a adult uh, sleepaway camp. Camp. It's going to be super fun. I am I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be all the things you did uh, at summer camp as like a kid, but only as, a, as an adult and with beer. So you get to do all kinds of canoeing and archery and disc golf and climbing walls. and Ghost stories around the campfire. It's going to be sweet. So I am pumped. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm in charge of the ghost stories. If, you, if you're interested in signing up, s'mores? go to fairstate.com. I'll do s'mores. I'll be all about the s'mores. <laughs> Hard to beat a good s'more. All right, we will get back into uh, the uh, State Fair rundown. Uh, but real quick, let's run through what's being featured at the Freehouse right now. Uh, people come down here. Obviously, you've got your, uh, your, your standards that are always on. But uh, we talked about your brute-style IPA. Uh, run through the rest of the list for us. But uh, this is just peak summer seasonal beers right now. I yeah. mean, uh, one of them is Blueberry Blonde. I mean, you don't even need to try it to know what it tastes like. Oh. I mean, it's a nice, simple American Blonde with blueberry infusion into it. It's really good. It's one of our most popular beers every year. We keep it around all summer. Uh, the Hefeweizen, you know, that's just traditional summer yeah. uh, beer. And uh, we made it as straightforward as possible. Just we wanted to make a good Hefeweizen. No no trickery. Just I don't it know, is what I it mean, is. I don't know if there's a beer that I like more than a straightforward, fresh, keyword fresh, Hef. And, uh, it's just there's something about it when you get it fresh when you get it on the spot. It's it, it, there's nothing quite like it. It's yeah. so good. We use the Weinheinstefan yeast and uh, Mandarina Bavaria is the hop, and it's just a good right down the middle of the road at Hefeweizen. Uh, the next one, which is almost just as popular as brewed IPAs, if you've taken notice, is these raspberry kettle sours. They're everywhere. Like, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. really good. We had that last time we were here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that just ran out two days ago, but we still have it in cans. Uh, the Brewed IPA, and we have a Simcoe IPA, which is, uh, we do a, kind of a rotating kind of smash IPA every once in a while. So this is just a showcase of Simcoe hops. Uh, middle of the road alcohol content, um, pretty straightforward. And then we always have a cast selection. Right now, it's uh, actually the Simcoe IPA, but then we got a bunch of samples of cryo hops, which I had never gotten to use before. So it's, what, are, uh, what are cryo hops? I believe it just means freeze dried, okay. but it's way cooler sounding. But uh, <laughs> it's like powderized. But uh, I mean, it's really, really good. And it's we very good. That's what I had when I got it's, here. Uh, you know, it's tradition.
traditional. We serve it on the engine, a little bit warmer, and it's naturally carbonated. It's um, always fun. I don't think there's enough cask beer happening in the uh, in the Twin Cities or, yeah. or in you know Greater Minnesota for that matter. You used to see it, I think, quite a bit uh, a while back, but I think people just kind of moved away from it. You used to see. Uh, you know the firkins on top of the bar, a, a lot more than than you do now. But it's just I don't know. People just kind of got tired of it, I guess. I, kind of a bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just there's just so much beer out there to try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of room for that anymore. I guess well, that's I don't know. another style that needs to be verbalized too. Because some people, you know, typically when you make a cast, you usually do something crazy to it. Like okay, we had vanilla beans and bourbon or something like that. Right. And, uh, you know, so they'll get it thinking like, oh, this is a crazy flavor, but then they don't know it's served a little bit warmer, served a little lower carbonation. They'll yep. get it and be like, oh, something's wrong with your beer. Every, so, every like, glass should be served with a little bit of education, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it yeah. does a little more table time for our servers to fully explain somebody who's not familiar with well, the style. I, I think that there's challenges, too. Like, you know, a lot of places that, that I know that we're doing casks, we're trying to do them on Mondays and Tuesdays to, to bring people in on, on slow nights. So you have casks, which, you know, not everybody's going to order uh, a glass of, of cask ale, right? And then if if you don't move through all that, the next day, it's it's not going to be in the same condition it was the, the day previous, right? So you've got you've got deteriorating beer that from from the second you, you tap that bad boy, it's it's gonna start deteriorating. So it's if you're serving all that on a slow day, and if you're trying to move it again on day number two, you've got beer that's steadily going downhill. So I think that there's it was just you know, just odd stacked against cask beer. I don't think it was ever done well. We we are lucky enough to have a good setup. We have a cask breather and it's in a fridge. So every you know every time you use the beer engine to pull beer, you're removing pressure out of that cask, and eventually you're going to create a vacuum. But with a cask breather, every time you create that negative space straight CO2 gets injected into the cask and it keeps it at that uh, neutral pressure. And that's the best way to do it, but I don't think most folks were invested in in doing that type of setup, right? They just wanted a cask to sit on the bar to bring people into the establishment and then it have it all... Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it certainly does. I mean, hey, cask on the bar, and when you tap it, a little foam sprays out, and <laughs> it's always cool, but if, if you're not keeping it cold and if you're not making sure that it's not inundated with oxygen, mm. I mean, that's why it, it loses its its flavor and taste and quality after, you know, that first tapping. So, Absolutely. kind of a bummer, but maybe we'll see maybe we'll see a resurgence. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll see hazy IPAs in a cast. son of a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's get back into this uh, the State Fair preview. Uh, we talked about the Bruzo Lager a little bit. We talked about Freehouse's Limelight, which uh, you were kind enough to give us a little little preview of it's in cans here it is delicious i want to i want to hear some more uh not picks but i want to hear some more pans some more pans yeah Yeah, i got them we talk about great (laughs) beer all the time but we don't ever talk about not so great beer okay uh well i mean i could just go right down and uh, (laughs) but okay just is not about the goodless Uh, caramel corn no. Caramel corn cream ale. All right. That's let me, by, uh, let me uh, read Finnegan's. this one. A generous amount of corn in the brewing process gives this beer a pleasant caramel flavor. Uh, fermenting at a uniquely higher temperature also gives way to a harmony between the hops and light and toasty caramel malts. This is, uh, as you mentioned, Finnegan's at Hildebrand Concessions. Uh, 
I, I mean, I don't know. What Here's do you think? I'm a no on that one. But caramel Lee beers. Yeah, no. The State Fair. I mean, it's not that they taste bad. They don't taste bad, but that is a tough drink when it's 98 degrees and you're sweaty. Yeah, and <laughs> right. I'm I'm generally no. I like fruit in beers, but don't add extra sweetness to something that's already sweet, in my opinion. Well, it, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you know about us. That's what we did the last four years, and I was like, there, oh, and I had caramel, corn? caramel apple. Oh, the caramel apple. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like that it, one either. Sorry. I didn't either. <laughs> I don't care. No, it was the happiest day of my life when I convinced everyone. I was like, we're never making this beer again. Um, but yeah, it was a hot summer day, and I was drinking this. I was like, man, I want the opposite of this beer. Yeah. So uh, here we are now. And good job, I have to say. It's really good. Well, and then corny, corny beer is just not... I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, we'll move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> How about, can I, I'll throw out uh, Spumani Tsunami. Spumoni. Uh, Spumoni? Yeah. I thought it was Spumani, sorry. That's Spum- okay. Spumani Tsunami rhymes. He's just though. trying to make it rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Like, it should be Spumani. Spumoni Tsunami. Um, inspired by the famous Italian ice cream, this lager is infused with strawberries and vanilla, finished off with a pistachio garnish. This is brewed by our friends. Love these guys. Bad weather. Love them. And will be available at Mancini's Alfresco. Yeah. You know I it? have opinions. You know, I... I, <laughs> I Andrew, uh, go for it. I love Sorry. bad weather. Um, Me too. But it's another, th- it's another instance of just making a beer sweeter. Yeah. And it's it's the end of August. Don't. I think it's a it's a bad move. Um, it is a lager, so I mean that that'll that'll help. It's going to be, it'll be it'll it should have some crispness. It's it should not, be light. It's not going to help enough, I don't think. Okay, I love pistachios. I don't think they belong in beer. I mean, even as a garnish, and Agreed. I am one hundred percent against ever putting vanilla in beer. I, I think I, it is a bad idea. Yeah, I don't differ. care if it's a stout. Can I don't there. care. We can, we yeah. can. I just I cannot stand the flavor like of vanilla, vanilla in beer. I do I also like hate vanilla. Candles, though. I do like natural vanilla. I don't like the super fake, yeah. like additive, like yeah. yeah. To me, it doesn't matter. Well, and it should be. <laughs> well, it should definitely be subtle, though, like because you can get you know very nice soft vanilla tones from you know your barrel aged beers and things like that, where it's not sure. where it's not that super fakey, you know, uh, alcohol. Snow drift, line and <laughs> border. I wasn't gonna name names, but uh, go ahead there, Sorry. Matt. <laughs> But no, it's you know. Hopefully, it's not you know terrible. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have any because uh, pistachios will put me in the ER. So oh right, I'm gonna skip well, that. Well, it's just a garnish. You can probably get it without the garnish. I, I suppose he's gonna skip. try it. I suppose. I mean, but it's not like there aren't 50 other beers to try. Uh, we will wrap up the uh, state fair preview. We've got a f- uh, several more beers we want to talk about uh, from the freehouse. We'll be right back. Minnesota BeerCast. I am Drew. That is Schmitty. I haven't done the obligatory plug for the iHeartRadio app yet, so remind people, if you haven't downloaded it yet, get it. Follow the Minnesota BeerCast. It's on the podcast section. Just click that little follow button, and you'll get notified every time we post up new episodes. That's all. 
That's okay. all I had to say. Just wanted to get it in there. <laughs> we're going to run through some of these beers. We are at the Free House, and we are talking uh, State Fair beer, so I figured we'd kind of, a lot to get to, so I figured we'd kind of lightning round it for this last segment. I like it. And everybody can sort of give their quick opinions of ones we haven't uh, haven't talked about yet. From Mankato Brewery, we've got Caked Up Celebration Beer, Deep Fried Cake Flavored Beer. It's a lightly hopped ale with a distinct vanilla aroma. Jess, I think I, I know where you stand on that already. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that thumbs down fat. for you, Jess? No. Deep fried cake. Like, I, why? I'm, that, why? That's the aspect of it that makes me curious about this yeah, that's, one. Like, I tried just to... I'm curious how they emulated that flavor. Like, you know, trying yeah, to just be I, like, I what did you do? Yeah, I don't, guys in Mankato know what they're doing. I don't think that they did emulate it. I think it's just a, a play on the funnel cake, which is which is fine. Um, but again, sweet, summery. I, I would rather have something uh, crisp and refreshing to cut the flavor of an actual funnel cake. So that's a yeah. thumbs down for me. Frontier Summer IPA is going to be at the Frontier Bar by Fulton Brewing. Sounds like a pretty straightforward IPA. Nothing, nothing too gimmicky about it. Full-bodied, crisp, and hoppy IPA. Jess, what do you think? I love it. Just like you know, just do it like a straightforward beer, but make it a state fair exclusive. You know, yeah. like, there you go. That's cool. Matt's Matt's cool. a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. I'm a thumbs Matt. up. I'm gonna pretty much guarantee I'm gonna like it. Yep. This is gonna be the one I might get for that uh, funnel cake cut through. Lakefront Brewery has a funnel cake cream ale. There you go. Lightly hopped cream ale. Uh, flavors give the beer a taste of gooey dough with a crispy crust, apple pie filling, and a dusting of powdered sugar. That's gonna be at Coasters. Uh, no. Sounds a little No. I mean it's in the same boat as the cake one, you know. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm like I'll I mean I'll try it, but it's just more out of curiosity than it's a, it's well, a let's be real here. I have to try almost all of them. So Aww. um yeah. Oh, I feel so bad. Well, for you know, you need, you need so I'll be life. trying it, but you need I can tell you, you need I'm probably to, not gonna enjoy it. You need you need someone to help you through it, I'd be <laughs> yes. I volunteer myself as tribute. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big niner for me. What are you what are your thoughts on trying to uh, put apple flavor into a a funnel cake cream ale, Matt. An apple flavor? Well, I mean, I have a lot of experience putting apple flavor in it. And I tell you, like, how we did it was the biggest pain in the butt ever. We got two drums of cider. We had to siphon it into our kettle, boiled it, sent it to the fermenter, then brewed a beer completely made out of crystal malt. Then, oh, was, I was like, not to mention, like, I wasn't that crazy about the finished product, but I was like, that's like a really hard beer to make. Yeah. And, like, and then it just, whatever. So, um, putting apple in, uh, Funnel cake beer? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> this next one uh, is one of the more as long as I don't have one of the it. more intriguing ones for me. Uh, Gaelic dark and stormy, uh, golden ale br- with bright citrusy lime and spicy ginger, finished with a lime wedge garnish. Brewed by our friends over at Surly. It'll be available at O'Gara's. Love ginger, love yeah. lime. Yeah. Uh, can't see, can't see that one being bad. That sounds I don't like see a any really downsides. Nope. I, I, I prefer ones that you know just sound like a nice blend of flavors instead of trying to be something. Sure. You know? Yeah. So it's like, hey, this is a well thought out combination of flavors. It's definitely, I feel like, already ahead of quite a few. Yep. I'm with you guys. Thumbs up. Uh, you know, sounds like just something different, but bright and and flavorful uh, flavors. Right. Right on down the line. Yeah. Uh, another one that I'm uh, pretty intrigued by by Summit. Uh, Hell's yeah, you betcha. It's a light, refreshing hell-style lager. Uh, flavors of tangerine, fresh blood, blood orange. All right, sounds really good so far. Mm-hmm. But then they say, and a hint of sourdough crust. Hmm. That 
I feel like that's I don't know just where that from, came the, from. from the I think the they were beer. just trying yeah. to get a little creative with the description. I yeah. mean, Hellas Lager is a pretty, it's a pretty naked beer. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. It is what it is. Like, you know, there's nothing to hide behind. I would guess it's a little, it's a little easier than, than going with the, the standard biscuity. Right. You know, it's yeah. it's probably just trying to be a little more uh, flowery with the descriptor on yeah, the on the grain right. end. Yeah. Sounds good though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Horse okay. apple ale. <laughs> uh, brewed with a pressed apple cider, uh, perfect kickoff to crisp Minnesota fall weather. This is an Excelsior beer at uh, several locations: Aldo's, Sabino's Pizza Pie, Swine and Spuds, and Snack House. Uh, what's a horse apple, Jess? It's poop. <laughs> ah. can, can, I, can, can I get two of them? <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else. Yeah. What's the next one, Drew? Uh, it takes two to tango and three to mango. I'm uh, I'm I'm going to try this one for sure. Uh, traditionally brewed mixed culture Berliner Weiss, uh, aged for one year in 80-year-old cypress wood lagering tanks, and then aged an additional three months on mangoes. Uh, bright, fruity flavor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, brewed in a new home at Star Keller. Friends down at Shell's there. That's going to be available in the Shell's Pavilion. Yeah, sign me up. Sign yeah, me up. Absolutely. I'm in. I mean, I mean, the beer sounds amazingly good. It almost deserves like a serious name. I mean, the name is funny. Like I'm going to try it, but it sounds amazingly and, good. And we've kind of been been harping on the, the sweeter... You know beers as we've gone through this, but you know that that mixed culture uh, Berliner Weiss is is definitely going to add some balance to the sweeter tones that the mango is going to bring to this beer. No doubt, absolutely. No doubt. And uh, and Star Keller is amazing. Uh, Juicy yeah. Lulu Lucy, a hazy northeastern style IPA. Yes, <laughs> provides a fresh, juicy orange and grapefruit-like hop flavor. This is another one from Surly. Will be available at Lulu's. Hazy IPA from Surly. It ain't gonna be bad. You know yeah. that. I mean, if you're looking for a Northeast IPA, you're gonna. Yeah. That'll, that'll this, be a good stop. This, that ain't gonna be bad. If I'm there in the morning, this will be my breakfast beer, I guess. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's usually where we start, <laughs> right. actually. There so. You go. Key lime pie. From our friends over at Liftbridge, a refreshing squeeze of key lime and a light biscuity golden ale, sweetened with a touch of lactose and rimmed with sugar. That's going to be at uh, the Cafe Caribe. Uh, I do love Cafe Caribe. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to stick to the uh, the, the donut beer. That. I'm not going to lie. I love key lime pie and I love Liftbridge. So, so yes. I'm, I'm going to try it because I don't think I've ever had key lime pie in my life. I don't really know what it tastes like. It's like a uh, limey cheesecake. Well, I mean, I, that's what I guess. But <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm I was 100% in there until they rimmed it with sugar. Like, could we do graham cracker crust on the rim? You Is know that what? Too crazy that to think about. Sense, make a phone yeah. call because that's genius. That's a million times better. I might know some people. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, a lot we're, we, we're pretty good friends with the Liftbridge guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Pucker number 34. Uh, this is a uh, second in a series of State Fair exclusive. Undergoes a second fermentation with lactobacillus, uh, brewed by uh, Eastlake Craft Brewery. That's going to be at Ballpark Cafe. Uh, says a classic Minnesota combination of strawberries and rhubarb. I'm not uh, sure if it's their like. I mean, they always have a Kirby Pucker on tap at Eastlake, right? Yeah. I, I just yeah. don't know if they do variations of it. So if it's the one I've had before, I mean, it was, it was good beer. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing yeah. that this, if this is their second in a series of State Fair exclusives, that it's oh, hence oh no, yeah, it's going to be. It's not going to be their regular Kirby Pucker, but uh, 
I, it's it's a good beer. Yeah. So yeah. I, it, I'll put it on my list of two tries when I'm out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. And we I just never, made a rhubarb beer, and it was amazing. I love always, rhubarb and beer. Uh, we're always at the ballpark at some point. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about this one on the show already, uh, the uh, Closer IPA. This yeah. is Glenn Perkins teaming up with uh, Surly, Glenn Perkins, former Twins closer, former Twins pitcher, also an avid home brewer. Uh, this is going to be a hop-heavy, citrusy IPA available at Ballpark Cafe. Again, you know, a nice IPA from Surly. It ain't going to suck. go wrong. <laughs> See if uh, Glenn Perkins knows his way around a beer. I'll try it. And, uh, yeah. Right. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? Margarita style kettle sour ale from 612. Uh, this is a classic margarita blend of soured and clean beer with, uh, brewed with lime zest and salt aged in tequila soaked barrel stoves. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I will too. Yeah, I mean, it's. There's a lot going on there, but uh, I mean, beer aged in tequila so far hasn't hasn't worked for me. I, know, I'm with you on that. Tequila barrel aged beer hasn't Why? quite worked for I me don't yet. Under, I, don't I don't know. know. There's something weird about it, but yeah, like I feel I'll like try it, it. yeah, it makes sense on paper, but like when you try it, you're like, yeah. I used to not think that I, uh, that I liked tequila, and then I went to Texas this summer, and I think I'm coming around. Oh, I yeah. love tequila. I I'm love like, tequila. <laughs> tequila is one of those things that nobody thinks they like it until they realize they like it, and then they really like it. And then they really really out there once and ruins you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Just don't drink Jose. Monster Mule Bubble Trouble. Uh, twist on a classic cocktail using sparking Eidelweiss vine, ginger beer, and sweet lime to create a perfectly refreshing drink. This is a wine made by Cannon River Winery. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. I'm all about ginger and lime. So I'm. Uh, a lot of ginger and lime. A lot of lime this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Lime yeah. is this year's blood orange. <laughs> right? Seriously. <laughs> orange cream ale from Castle Danger. Uh, deep golden color, soft multi aroma, infused with a bright citrus orange, finished with a slightly sweet and creamy texture. Uh, available at O'Gara's. If it's by Castle Danger. I'll try it. Yeah. yeah I feel like this was kind of a, an easy layup. They, uh, right. you know, they got they're they're pretty famous for their their cream ale. So throw a little orange in there and call it good. Dreamsicle City. There you go. Our good friends up at Bent Paddle in Duluth made passion fruit pills. Uh, it's a vent. It's their normal venture venture pills infused with passion fruit for a tart and tropical experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. That'll be at yeah, our ballpark. Yeah. Their last year uh, was it like sangria or something like that. I that remember was really, really good. That. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll definitely try theirs. Bent Brew Stillery teamed up with 2017 Minnesota State Fair homebrew gold medal winner Mike Spores to create Raspberry Champau. Super fruity ale, crisp, tart, and refreshing. That's going to be a ballpark. You know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm always, I'm always game to see what homebrewers can do when they have the chance to team up with somebody who's pro with the pro system and see, see what kind of things they can come up with. Right. Yeah. We are getting low on time, so we're going to have to go. Uh, we're going to, have to go real quick with these last ones. Shandlot Pink Lemon Shandy. That's going to be uh, at Ballpark. That's by Bauhaus. Like yep. a good shandy in the summer. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Slipstream Black Current Apple. This is by Sociable Ciderworks. This will be at Lulu's Public House. Yeah. 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 Black mm-hmm. Current. Yeah, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sociable Mimosa. Another one by Sociable. That'll be at Lulu's. Uh, it's a, just orange orange juice puree mixed with sociable Ciderworks Freewheeler. Nah. Eh. It's really fine. Another Take easy layup, it. it seems. Yeah. yeah. Uh, St. Apple Malted Cider. This is uh, Lakes and Legends at O'Gara's. Uh, apple and pie spices. No thanks. Nope. 
yeah, probably a little too, little too sweet. St. Pat's Green Ale, Finnegan's. It's just Gimmick. a green, light-bodied ale, slightly fruity and floral say, aroma. Do you know what the base beer is? Like, what is it? Duh. Doesn't Gimmick. say. No, okay. no, thanks. It's green, though. It's I'm green. good. They do that every St. Pat's no. Day. It's my favorite flavor, green. Looks green. like Shrek's pee. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry mint frolet. Uh, but it's uh, made by the Blue Barn Summer Sipper. It's just frozen strawberry lemonade with a hint of fresh mint. Yeah, it sounds like refreshing. I don't think I'd that's alcoholic, that. is it? Yeah, it's actually, I think it's going to be like a slush. Yeah. So Sure, I'll sounds good. I'll that give even. that a try. And finally, the really folks nice. up at Beaver Island are making Ufta Ale. It's an easy-drinking ale, crisp and slightly tart flares harmonize with honey aromas to make it the ultimate Norwegian-inspired session beer. That'll be up at Giggles Campfire Grill. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's got lingonberries in it. Yeah, I'm, lingonberries. I'm, I'm definitely going to get down on this. Garnished with fresh lingonberries and a crispy lefse chip. Oh, so Norwegian. Yeah, I would try that. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So there's like your the rundown. There's your preview of all the State Fair beers. As a reminder, we are going to be out there. We'll be uh, recording the show or doing it live, but we're not sure yet. From some the technical uh, details to work out. Yeah, we got a few more details to work out. We hope to have it done by now, but uh, we don't. So just keep an eye on our social media and tell you where to find us. But we will be at the um, the Guild booth. Yep, we'll be at the uh, the Horticulture Agriculture Building uh, where the uh, the Guild will be putting on presentations. When we're not there, we'll be putting on education seminars yep. and uh, all other kinds of presentations. So it'll It'll be be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Jess, thank you so much for coming down. Always love having you on the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate your input. Thanks Thanks for joining us. My my pleasure. Thanks to uh, folks at Freehouse for uh, having us here and for sponsoring the show with their Freehouse beer. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode. Cheers. All right, cheers. Cheers. More to the point. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow.